I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And not just the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Holly Fry. And I'm Tracy V. Wilson. Um, We mentioned, I mentioned, when we were talking in our eponymous foods episode this week, which made me giggle a whole lot uh, once we got past the sad part, uh, that I would mention a thing that seems to have happened with Leo Hirschfeld's story, which is very sad, that I don't know if it was done deliberately, but I have to wonder Mm -hmm. if it wasn't to kind of get distance from the way his life ended. Which is that if you look at most histories approved by the company that makes that delightful treat, his last name is misspelled huh. as Hirschfeld and not Hirschfeld, even though that is how he spelled his name throughout his life. There wasn't, it wasn't like he changed his name at some point or adapted some. It, so that to me made me go, hmm, is this so no one can look up what really happened there? But that might be my own conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just know if mm-hmm. you are going looking for him, um, that that is like in newspaper mentions. There aren't a bunch other than his obituary, but um, or the news of his death. But there, you're not going to find it if you do Hirschfeld. And if you do Hirschfeld, you'll get a lot of the officially ad- uh, um, accepted versions, which are sure. are much peppier and focus on the candy part and not on the disaster part. Right. We also mentioned that we would talk about uh, Tootsie Rolls in the Korean War. Yeah, uh, which you had actually pinged me and said, like, did that come up in your research? And I was like, yes, but it's for Friday. And the reason that I pinged you is that nine jillion years ago, a listener named Kimberly sent in an episode topic suggestion, which I wrote in the spreadsheet as Tootsie Rolls saving people in war question mark. 
Right. And so, I mean, there are, I think there are probably many people that would suggest that just because of the quick energy they offered in ration packs, like that could have saved many people's lives. Um, but there is a very specific Korean War one where, um, that the Marine Corps officially shares this story that during the Korean War, uh, the first Marine division was in action and they were in this horrible sub-freezing situation and they ran out of ammunition and they called for 60 millimeter mortar ammo and they called them Tootsie Rolls Mm. and they used that code name but the radio operator who received this message did not know this and he called in an order of actual Tootsie Rolls and so pallets of Tootsie Rolls arrived uh, they were parachuted onto the front and they weren't ammunition, but uh, the troops ate them because they also did need a little bit of nourishment. We can discuss, you know, the nourishment level of sugar all the time. I would pass out, but for many people, it will keep you going. Um, and so that um, is often like they're they're kind of heralded as heroic in that regard. Yeah, they... well, and when I was reading this episode outline, I was like, someone said years ago that we should do an episode about Tootsie Rolls saving people in war. And the reason there's a question mark on the spreadsheet is because I was like, I'm not sure what this is about. So I just Googled it, uh, and it brought up all this um, Korean War stuff. And some of the accounts were saying that they figured out if they, like, warmed it up and made it pliable, they could also use the Tootsie Roll to, like, patch fuel lines and bullet holes and things. And I'm like... There's a lot about this story that just raises question marks for me because it's it has an almost urban legend right, and I will say it. that urban legendy part is also part of the official U.S. Marine Corps retelling. Yeah, that they plugged bullet holes because they would seal up things that had been shot as they refroze. Not right. people, obviously, but items. <laughs> no, like there's a hole in the car door now of the jeep. Right. Right. So we don't know. That was another part of the reason I was like, this is not for the episode. And I really wanted to focus on my obsession with German chocolate cake, because that's not even a cake that I'm particularly obsessed with. But as I kept finding one new version after another that was like, Mrs. You know, blue, blue, blue is the inventor of German chocolate. And I'm like, no, she's not. Well, and I would expect a recipe to suddenly proliferate in that way now in the day of the internet. And even before the internet as we know it today existed, like, I remember chain email forwards with, like, the supposed Neiman Marcus recipe and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, uh, it surprised me that there seemed to be a similar proliferation of a recipe in the 1950s. Yeah, and I mean, it really, like, I started making a spreadsheet of each recipe because I just wanted to compare the ingredients. And the cake part is identical from, like, 1952 on. Um, Like I said, there's some variations. Like, there are a couple versions that say five eggs versus four. There's a little more flour in one. But other than that, they're pretty identical. Now, there is part of it that, like, cake is cake. But this one has enough unique things like using the buttermilk, um, melting the chocolate into warm milk, like all of that, that I'm like, this is the same. 
it's the same cake. Um, yeah. <laughs> even once uh, you get to the icing, also almost identical. Um, although I did make a note that, where is that one? That the um, the Austin American Statesman one that we read about that I said kind of reads like they're like, that's cute, General Foods. Mm-hmm. Their icing they specifically say is called angel icing. And I don't really see adamant about it. I don't, but it's the exact same thing. It's butter, egg yolks, sugar, vanilla, pecan pieces, uh, whipping cream, mm-hmm. ready to roll, angel flake coconut. Um, yeah. So- I just thought it was funny that people are very um, protective of their recipe, even though it's the same recipe that everyone else has. Yeah. I said at the top of the show, I think, I think I said, I love chocolate. I love it a lot. I would say these are probably my two least favorite chocolate things. Like Tootsie Roll is something that I mostly associate with uh, the last thing eaten from the Halloween trick-or-treat haul. Um, and I am just not into the texture of the coconut and the coconut texture, not a fan. Um, but then also like the combination of the coconut and the other ingredients that are in the icing, like that just to me makes the coconut worse. And I'm just like, you just, you just ruined your chocolate cake with (laughs) See, I'm the flip because I don't. I'm not a chocolate person, like I said, Mm -hmm. but I really like this icing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotels has a stay for any traveler you want to be with 22 brands and over 7,400 locations. Whether you're a business traveler, a family road tripper, someone who wants to seek out history and maybe make your own, or just planning a quick getaway, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Like a Cambria Hotel, where you can be a cocktail connoisseur and sip locally inspired craft beverages at downtown locations in the center of it all. This is a fun way to visit cities with a lot of history and a lot of fun in mind. Or a Radisson Hotel for for all our productivity powerhouses out there. With flexible workspaces and on-site restaurants, you'll get the most out of your work trip. You'll get the coffee, the Wi-Fi, and the work done. And we can't forget about comfort hotels. Imagine you're a family road tripper, waking up in your big spacious room and then heading down to a free hot breakfast for the entire family, including waffles. So you'll be well-fed and ready for the day's adventure, even if that's just relaxing. After that, you're spending all afternoon relaxing by the pool. You deserve it. What are you waiting for? Join Choice 
privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you. Book directly at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. I will say, we didn't mention it during the episode. I fully expect there to be emails. Mm-hmm. Let this not be another crayon, crayon, etc. Because some people say pecan differently than we do. Yeah. Our friend Adrian uh, gets very riled up about the pronunciation pecan because that is not where it's, uh, that's not how it's pronounced in the areas where the plant is, like, native to growing. Um, And it specifically annoys her when it's some kind of advertisement that seems to be implying that it is from that region. She's like, it's not how we say it. I'm trying to think if there's anything I get riled up about when it comes to pronunciation. Um, I'm going to say... For I, me. I know one word that makes me irate, and well, that's the only one. For having uh, worked on this podcast for almost a decade, and specifically also having done episodes about, like, how languages are living things that are changing all the time, uh, I just give everyone a pass on pronouncing things. And even when it comes to things like the word Appalachian, which I say that way because of where I grew up, living in the shadow of the Appalachian Mountains and loving those mountains with my whole heart. When some of my TikTok through hikers said it Appalachian, I was like, you walked 2,000 and something (laughs) miles. You say it how you say it. (laughs) I know this came up recently on the show where we were talking about pronunciation and how it bothers certain people. There is a, um, a guy on TikTok named Nicholas that does French lessons. And he has the most wonderful approach because he's always like, do you, native English speaker, say this French word this way or this way? And he's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. You're communicating. Like, he's so charming about it. And he's like, French people that say they don't understand you are usually lying. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which was kind of charming. I um I recently I don't even remember how this happened. I stumbled over an article that was like here's 15 French words Americans were saying wrong and they were all English words for foods that have French origins whose names have been used used in English for in many cases like centuries. Right. Um so things like croissant. Oh yeah. I can't we, say that. You can say it however you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I physically, like, my body will repel. Even, yeah. I, it doesn't bother me when other people say it. I can't say yeah. it that way. Yeah, it's which is which is fine. 
Uh, and I, it was just stressing me out because I was like, there are loan words that kind of move yeah, from one language to another. And in the n- language they've moved into, often the pronunciation is a little different, and that's fine. We don't all need to affect French pronunciations when talking no. about food items that from have- like a fast food joint, especially. Right. <laughs> yes. It's fine. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have one word that makes me irate irrationally. Is it, is it mischievous? (gasps) Tracy! (laughs) What have you done to me? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry if anybody says it. That's the one for me. That's my, (laughs) if I'm the Manchurian candidate, that's my trigger word. Yeah. Where I just, I go into a fugue state and start doing violence. I don't even, I... Hate it. Here's why I hate it so much. I know why I hate it. Uh huh. That's not how the word is spelled. Sure. (laughs) You're making up a syllable that's not any part of the word. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. But I think now um, some dictionaries have adopted that spelling as an alternate to make up the gap, which is fine. Just I, it's irrational. If we ever see you tweeting with that extra I in there, we know you have been kidnapped. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, Be like, I hate Greedo and I feel mischievous. It hurts to say it. Definitely not Holly Fry talking right there. My spouse gets very upset if anyone in his presence says that glass is a liquid. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we all have our peccadilloes. Sure. It's all fine. It's all fine. Uh, Say it however you want. It's fine. It's my thing to work through to anybody that's hearing this, not yours. Um, Because it's all evolving anyway. Everything's changing all the time. It's all fine. Do we know what you meant? Yeah, you know what exactly. I meant? Then you did a great job. On a very rare case, something really will be unclear because of how someone pronounced something. But honestly, that also happens with words that are just pronounced the same way. Yep. So, yep, all the time. All the time. Um, but I am anticipating I'm going to have to make some German chocolate cake soon because okay. it's delicious. It's one my mom used to make all the time. She alleged it was my dad's favorite. I still don't know if it was because there were a few foods she alleged were my dad's favorites that we found out later in life he didn't like at all. Oh, no. Um, so <laughs> I may have told this story on the podcast before, but when I was a child, my grandmother would make this homemade peach ice cream on my birthday every year, and the texture of it bothered me profoundly. And every year on my birthday, I would be eating this homemade peach ice cream, choking it down so that I would not hurt my grandmother's feelings. And so she kept making it. Right. That's the trick. Finding the way to go, this isn't actually my favorite thing. I'm not sure why you landed there. Let's try something else. And then she would make you coconut ice cream and you do the same thing. (laughs) Honestly, I think I would like coconut ice cream better than the peach ice cream. Even if it has flaked coconut in it? I think the flaked coconut texture would bother me less than something about the peach ice cream texture. Is it the chunks of frozen peaches? It had little bits of peaches in it, See, yeah. I love those. Like, they get a little icy and weird, but again, everybody's different. I don't like nuts in my baked goods generally. Yeah, Patrick either. You leave that out of fudge. I want the Uh smooth consistency. But I love them in, like, the icing on German chocolate cake. Yeah. Mm. Well, if we're somewhere together and somebody feeds us German chocolate cake, you can scrape all the icing off and give me the cake part. Um, I'll just eat a bucket of ice. (laughs) Seems very (laughs) healthy and good. Uh, I, I still need to make you natural 
melon-flavored syrups to try yep. in cocktails and whatnot and see if you like yep. them. It's on my list, I promise. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotels has a stay for any traveler you want to be with 22 brands and over 7,400 locations. Whether you're a business traveler, a family road tripper, someone who wants to seek out history and maybe make your own, or just planning a quick getaway, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Like a Cambria Hotel, where you can be a cocktail connoisseur and sip locally inspired craft beverages at downtown locations in the center of it all. This is a fun way to visit cities with a lot of history and a lot of fun in mind. Or a Radisson Hotel for for all our productivity powerhouses out there. With flexible workspaces and on-site restaurants, you'll get the most out of your work trip. You'll get the coffee, the Wi-Fi, and the work done. And we can't forget about comfort hotels. Imagine you're a family road tripper, waking up in your big spacious room and then heading down to a free hot breakfast for the entire family, including waffles. So you'll be well-fed and ready for the day's adventure, even if that's just relaxing. After that, you're spending all afternoon relaxing by the pool. You deserve it. What are you waiting for? Join Choice privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you. Book directly at choicehotels.com where travels come true. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. One of our episodes this week was on Scarlet Fever, and it really was just because uh, my friend's kids got Scarlet Fever and had the same emotional response as, like, I did when I was a child, and I was like, I thought Scarlet Fever was the thing that killed people in old books that I read. (laughs) what do you mean I have it now? And the pediatrician was like, it's strep with a rash. And uh, yeah, I don't remember if my brother also got scarlet fever. I got strep more than once as a kid. That was the only time that I got scarlet fever. And I don't really remember anyone else that I knew specifically having it. But surely someone did because I got it from somewhere. I don't, I didn't have it as a kid that I know of. 
but I was terrified of it. Yeah. Because of the Velveteen Rabbit, which I was not allowed to read. Oh, yeah? So my parents were not um, big on limiting what I had access to. Like, I read Uh books that were... I should not have been reading at an age, at ages way too young. However, there had been a prior incident where it became apparent that I, as RuPaul would say, had a sensitivity on things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my friends, my best friend's parents had taken me to the movies and we saw Where the Red Fern Grows. And oh, I had, no. and by the way, my my family bred the same kind of hounds that are in that movie. So uh-huh. I had, like, I didn't just cry a lot. I had a full-blown, like, non-functioning, stopped-being-verbal meltdown uh-huh. in that movie. And my, I remember my friend's parents being so worried that, like, my parents were going to be mad because they had to, and I just, like, fell apart mm-hmm. to, like, a horrific degree. My parents were like, no, that tracks. Um, but they, they kind of reassessed what I was allowed to have access mm-hmm. to after that. And Velveteen Rabbit was off the table. Like, there's yeah. no way Holly's going to survive this. Um, and so, and I also am a toy person. Like, when I got married, my toys came to the wedding. We had them all over the wedding venue. Like, mine and Brian's toys. It's a big uh-huh. bonding thing for us. Like, the toys we have saved since childhood. Yeah. So, obviously, like, I completely overhumanize inanimate objects and I sure. understand this. Listen, do I kiss my shoes sometimes? Yes. Um but <laughs> but um I didn't read it until I was an adult. And I mean like an adult in my 20s. And I was so grateful that I had not been allowed to read it as a child because yeah. I was not emotionally tall enough to ride that ride at, like, the age of 24. Uh So I'm pretty sure had I had access to it at, like, seven or eight, I may have just died of heartbreak. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I know know how that story goes. I I am very familiar with it. I I feel like it got read multiple times when I was a kid. And I was also a very sensitive child, and I have no real memory of how that went in terms of feelings. But boy, it's in the public domain now. You can read the whole thing on the internet. Just Google Velveteen Rabbit. It's going to be there. And like, I was reading it at my desk being like, why did they read this to children? Yeah. I do, I got very upset about it. Um, I, as a child, uh, was terrified of tuberculosis um, because my grandmother, as a child, um, she she had a number of tragic things happen in her childhood, and one of them was that she got tuberculosis and had to be sent to a sanatorium to recover, which was, like, what they did at the time uh, by herself as a little kid. Um, and that was one of several things that were not necessarily his- historically, or not necessarily likely in the 1970s and 80s, but boy, was I sure I was going to I was gonna oh, get yeah. tuberculosis. Uh, and then I did get scarlet fever, and I was like, what? Um, <laughs> and then, the, you know, I got penicillin or whatever, and it, uh, it was, to my knowledge, fine. I'm like, do I have, you know, there can be various lingering things from various illnesses that can happen later, like the tendency to develop rheumatic, rheumatic fever uh, from especially untreated strep which was something I somehow knew. And there was one time when I was a kid, I think I might have told this story on the show before. Um, 
I used to spend a week with my grandparents in the summer. Um, and I had a sore throat one day at my grandparents' house. And I I did not tell them that my throat hurt because I was afraid that they would send me home and I didn't want, I wanted to spend the week with my grandparents. But then also I was scared of what if I had strep and what if I got rheumatic fever and what if I died like Beth in Little Women. Right. <laughs> Yeah. See, my my fear was largely because someone, whether it was one of my older siblings or another kid, had kind of given me the broad strokes outline of Velveteen Rabbit, um, even though I was not allowed access to it. And then I just remember, like, having covert, like, promise meetings with my toys where I would be like, there was this stuffed walrus in particular where I was like, if I get scarlet fever, here's what we're doing. Like, you are not going <laughs> oh on my fire. Goodness. Like, I had, like, plans wow. of, like, where I was going to hide them in the house and, like, all of this crazy. I was very, very worried for my toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense because, I mean, that, that story, I found it, I found it very horrifying rereading it at the age of... 47. Who writes that for kids? Uh, yeah. For the record, Tracy had to read that part of the show because I couldn't even physically myself, to myself, <laughs> read it without just bawling. Often when we are working on episodes and there's something that I think that uh, that having worked with you for this long might be difficult for you. Sometimes I will just, I will go through and I'll be like, which part of the outline is this going in? Um, and I did not do that with the Velveteen Rabbit part. And I was like, this book's horrifying. And whichever one of us reads this part, I'm going to be like, and it's horrifying. And it turned out I read that part yes, <laughs> because I, it was horrifying. I couldn't. Uh, right? And I understand. I'm not always 100% predictable on those things. Like, yeah. Some things you'll be like, this will upset you. And I'm like, ah, I'm okay with oh, this. But that's something that seems completely benign. Like, oh, and they put up a monument in his honor. And I'll be like, I can't even say it. I don't know. I don't know. We're all creatures with feelings that <laughs> may or may not be predictable Look, at all times. My brain juice has its own system. I don't understand it. We just yeah. let it happen. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm glad that we have antibiotics that can treat scarlet fever at least most of the time. Not great when there are shortages of those. And as far as I know, there has not been a lot of uh, resistance developing in this, the varieties of strep that usually cause things like strep throat and right. scarlet fever. There's other stuff that's way more dangerous, but fingers crossed that continues to be the case. Uh, but anyway reading various accounts, reading the the nursing journal write-up that was like, oh, and that is pretty much what they did in the Velveteen Rabbit. I was like, oh, that's that was not hyperbole in this book. That was a real thing that people would do. So anyway, uh, whatever's happening on your weekend, I hope that it's more fun than having scarlet fever or burning a bunch of children toys. Uh, if you want to just be upset about something, maybe go read the Velveteen if Rabbit. If you need a good day. cry, that's a perfectly fine trigger, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a Saturday classic, and we'll be back next week with brand new episodes. Stop. 
Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple. Affordable. Reliable. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.